eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast where we bring you breaking news and interviews with players, Top recruits, coaches, and influencers from football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Off the Board. My name is Kenny Stubblefield, lead digital content creator for Go Tigers 247. Y'all know what we do here, man. We interview dudes. We interview people. We interview the influencers, the, the most influential people at the University of Memphis. And I got that guy on right now. I got him with me. And let me just let me just give you a a a quick little um what I'm looking at on the screen right now. I got Rodriguez Clark on the on the call with me. And this man is in his car, coming back from treatment, putting in that work, and he took the time out to actually sit down and talk with me. Rodriguez, thank you so much for joining me, bro. Yes, sir. How you doing? Mr. Kenny. I'm good. How are you? That's the question. How are you? I'm great, man. The sun out. It's a new day. It ain't too hot for you out there, is it? Nah, we ain't never too hot. You from Mississippi, bro. It ain't ever get too hot, right? Yeah, I'm straight out the soup. <laughs> how uh how how how's the summer been for you so far? Uh basically just trying to keep my body healthy and uh learning like the plays, the new plays that we got with Coach Cramsey. Uh just trying to get the team to bond a little bit better, you know. Just going through like struggles and stuff right now, but like everything's gonna play out the right way when we get a count. So I feel like we've been having a great summer so far. My That's what I'm hearing from everybody. Everybody's been saying that y'all been having that the spring was great for you, the summer has been great for for the team, that that a lot of the goals have been reached. Um where what's next on the on the agenda for you guys like where are y'all at in terms of i know fall camp is starting soon but what is what what are you what are these last two weeks before fall camp starts what are y'all trying to what are y'all trying to do i kind of feel like everybody's just still uh trying to train and like clock in and cash out you feel me and uh like we won't really know what's up until we really get together because we still like separated into like three different workout groups so i feel like once we get to camp, that's when we're going to really just see where our team at. You feel me? And, uh, I mean, like, what we're doing right now with, like, skills and drills, we still uh, – we get to meet up with each other every once in a while. But, like, once we get to camp, we're going to be around each other for a lot. So, 
we already know our teammate in, but so far I feel like our skill guys, we got the juice, so we're going to take it to another level this year for sure. So for just so everybody that's listening to this knows, like I, you know, Dreek and I were talking a few minutes before we actually start press record on this thing. Um, and I was talking to him a little bit and, and you said something to me that I was like, let's save this for the podcast. Like, let's save this. But I, I, I feel like that you are, um, I feel like because you've been here for so long, Dreek, that Tiger fans and, and, um, a lot of the national pundits kind of take you for granted, bro. Yeah. Um, how do you, 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 you said something to me about that off the air where I, I really think it's interesting. Yeah. I kinda, how do you feel? I kind of, I, I kind of came in like knowing that I had like Kenny Gainwell, Patrick Taylor, uh, Mark Quavis, we were all guys in front of me with my freshman year. I got like a little taste for it. And I kind of not like, I wasn't really hungry for like how I was, you feel me? And then 2020, I got the role, uh, the star role to play running back, you feel me? And I kind of did my five games or whatever, and things started going downhill. Kind of lost focus, you feel me? And 2021, I wanted to come back and prove myself a little better. And I felt I got better in a way, but this is going to be the season right here for sure. Well, what's changed for you? Like, the you, mind- you, you've. Mindset and growth. What does that look like? How have you? How has your mindset changed, and how have you grown? Uh, I can say my mindset have changed just because, like, the thing that I thought that was important, they weren't really important. You feel me? And a lot of distractions on the outside. So yeah, I'm, I'm more mature, and I just grow. You feel me? Absolutely. So, so for you, as you've gotten older. Um, your body has developed more. You're 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 a, a grown man now instead of a kid that's playing football. How have you noticed? How have you seen? Because I know injuries have played a role in your career at the University of Memphis. There's there's been some times where you've been less than less than ideally healthy. Like how have you, how has your body changed? Like have you been taking care of yourself more? Is that a part of the distraction? I go to I go to treatment every day now. Like it was one of my biggest things. I ain't like to go to treatment. But, like, once I started going to treatment, I kind of figured, like, my body is my money. So, like, I got to keep that up 100%. How do you feel right now? Like, does does the, your body feel different in this summer workout session than it did in previous? I feel like I got uh, stronger and faster. Uh, my ability is to cut, and uh, I've been working on my vision and catching and all this type of stuff. So, it's going to be a big season. I think so, man. Like if you look at the if you look at the roster, I don't know if there's a deeper room on the roster than that running back room. Hey, think about it though. We really surrounded like all around the offense. So we got a we got a lot of weapons I gonna see this season. I mean, there's a lot of weapons, but like you're legitimately in that running back room. Yeah, we could go seven deep. Yeah, we really ride in the running back room. I ain't going to lie to you. We just got to stay focused and keep everybody healthy and just keep everybody rolling. And the more we understand our uh, scheme and the play column, I feel like we'll be undefeated. How do you – how has that been? Like, I know you have been with the program since 2019 as a freshman. How has – with with uh, Coach Cramsey coming in – and you know a new offensive coordinator how has that transition gone for for you guys and do you think that the veteran leadership on that offense has kind of helped that transition be more smooth 
Yeah, Coach Cramsey, when he comes talk to us, he just give us straight motivation. Like, either you got it in you or you don't, you feel me? He's still going to try to motivate you. And he know who his guys is. So, like I said, it's going to be an exciting season. This how well, my, we, my question for you, do you think Coach Cramsey watched any of the highlights of that SMU game from last year? I feel like they went back and watched, like, all the games. And uh, they try to just evaluate a lot of things and like uh spring, this past spring that we just did, like he kind of seen like a uh, a couple glimpses of us uh playing and stuff like that. Did he has he ever come to you and said, Dreek, what about that forty yard touchdown pass to snag last year in that SMU game? Like did he <laughs> yeah. some of the some of the guys up there still think it was our look, but like I told him like it just it just hit me though, man, you know. <laughs> Walk us through that play, man, because that wasn't just – I mean, Snag is Snag, and Snag is, was a, a, an incredible tight end, right? Like, yeah, he tough. could go catch the ball anywhere. But that ball was a dime, bro. Like, how did you – are you a thrower? Like, are you a passer? We worked on it all weekend practice, and it was so ugly, like, the previous days before. So, we got to game day, and uh, Coach was like, we're just going to try it and throw this play in. I'm like, man, let's do it. We got to win. You feel me? And like I say, like, if it's in you, it's in you, it's show. So, I mean, how excited? Let me ask you this. On a, on a, would you be, are you more excited about running a 40-yard touchdown run in, or do you get more excited about throwing a 40-yard touchdown pass? Hey, how are we going to get it? I just want to score. It's all. Just score, right? Yeah. By any means score. necessary. Yep. That's awesome, man. So, let me ask you that like how do you see the running back group this year like I know coach Silverfield you know in his previous years has talked about he is a big time believer in setting the tone with the running back with yeah. running in in a game like he wants to set the tone and and for there's been times in the past couple of years where you BT Asa Marquavius y'all have really set the tone but then there's times where injuries might have happened or maybe you know whatever it may it just hasn't worked out as well and see Do like you see that that's the whole part of like the summer i feel like it's kind of just building our mental toughness up like especially out here in the sun we out here getting it like five days out of the week you feel me and the more mental tough we be i feel like later on in the season then when things get mental tough because everything be cool like in the, like the first couple of games you feel me everything be real smooth but it get real difficult in the middle of the season so I feel like we're uh, I feel like we're coming along. You feel me? And we kind of getting the plays better, understand the play scheme and like the run gaps and all that. So, like I say, I feel like we just growing. It's all about growth. I feel like we're doing it. We'll show y'all this season. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, so you're a senior this year. You have one more year of eligibility after this, but you're a senior. You're a veteran. You are that guy on the team. Um, how have you taken on more of a leadership role this year? Like, what does that look like for Dreek Clark on the field? Like, you're that guy now. You're not the not 2019 freshman anymore. Yeah. What does that look like for you? Well, like, you know, like I say, coming in of the uh, PT, Kenny Gainwell, Otto Vitz, DeMonte Coxie, Smad. When we first got here in 2019, uh, we had a standard. And, like, I just caught on to that, and you feel me? Ever since then, I've just been living by that up here. And I come up here and see, like, uh, a lot of freshmen, a lot of new guys come in, you feel me? And they, they might have their own way of doing things, but, like, the veteran part plays in, like, once you start to try to, like, coach them and lead them in the right direction. What is the one – like, if you had to talk about culture, you said, man, listen, when you got on campus, you had you had PT, you had um, – you weren't here with Tony was here, but you had Kenny, you had DeMonte, you had all these guys that were the leaders on that team. You had Brady, you yeah, know, right. leader on the team. What, like, if now that you were that leader, like, if you could tell the young kids when they're coming onto the campus for the first time and you're talking to them and you're saying, listen, man, you got to buy into what we're trying to do here. What is that word? Like, what is that culture? What is that? How would you describe it? I feel like uh, I'm more of an action leader. You feel me? Like, I just put everything in action, but if I do speak up, that means something like it really need to be said. Right. But I let my other teammates be like the voice of it. I just want to be the action. Like if you gonna follow me, you just follow me because I'm gonna lead you in the right direction for sure. So you said you. I was looking at your Twitter last night, and um, you had retweeted an Ed Reed quote um, at his. I think it was his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. And it, the the quote is, "We ain't winning." If y'all don't do the little things. Little so time. for you, what are those little things? Yeah, like I said, it's trying to like, just knowing where you got to be, knowing like, it's just a lot coming with the little things. It's so, the little things is, I can't even explain. It's just like the little things. They count the most though. Because, I mean, do you think that part of that little thing is treatment, taking care of your body? Yeah, it's, it's just like that. Just being on skills. I feel like eating right. Eating right, yeah, all that. All that comes into play because, like, in the game, it could be just a little thing that make you lose, you feel me? It's all about the little thing. That's right. That's right. All right. Man, I really – I know you got to get going because I know you got meetings and workouts and all that kind of stuff, so I'm going to let you go. But I got a couple of fan questions for you. Some of the fans wanted to get to know Dreek a little bit more. So, you got, I got a couple of fan questions for you. You good with that? Yes, sir. All right. What is the favorite – what is your favorite restaurant? What is the favorite place you've found to eat in the city of Memphis? Uh, probably JJ. JJ's Pizza. Man, <laughs> that place is... 
yeah. right over there by the campus, right? Yeah. It's probably like right down the road on Poplar. Yeah, like Poplar, right there on uh, Poplar and uh, East Parkway, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Like somewhere right over there. Yeah, that place is fire. Yeah. Um. All right, if you could only watch one movie and listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, one album, it'll have to be like NBA Youngboy, some NBA Youngboy, one of his albums. It don't even matter, but... Uh, All of it, the whole thing, right? The yeah. best of. <laughs> and one movie, uh, I watch movies every day, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a hard, it's a hard decision. What are you watching right now? Are you are you a binge watcher? Do you watch? Do you binge watch TV shows like Netflix and stuff? Yeah, I watch Netflix for sure. What are you What are you binge watching right now? What did you just finish? <laughs> I watch so many movies; it don't make no no sense, bro. But I ain't gonna lie to you. My favorite movie probably be like uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Man, I just watched that like last week for the first time since it came out. Yeah, that's a really interesting movie right there for sure. Yeah, that's that's a wild movie. Did you watch Stranger Things? I started on Stranger Things, but I never did like uh, get into it. Like talking about, I couldn't get into it either, man. My wife and my daughter. I have a ten year old daughter who literally watched four seasons of it. Like, they, say, they say it's good though. I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Um, how do you decompress from football? Like, what's a hobby you're into? I like uh, working out, uh, hanging with the guys. You know what I'm saying? I make music. Do you do make music? Yeah. Where can we find this stuff? Uh, y'all can go on Apple Music. <laughs> You're on Apple Music for real? Yeah, I got like a little thing. I'm planning on uh, dropping my mixtape like real, real soon. Just trying to get everything together right now. What's What's your name on there? What do you go by? What's your artist name? Uh, Three Cool. Three Cool? Yeah, T-H-R-3-K-O-O-L. Listen, I'm going to find it and I'm going to link it in all of our stuff so we can figure this out. Cause I don't think anybody. I didn't know you were an artist like that. Yeah, I, I ain't really just popped out like that because I've been trying to like balance football and that. But like I know my career and them football is that. You feel me? And that was another part of my distraction. I had got so good with the music thing to the point where like you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you record at? Uh, I record in South Haven sometimes, but like I usually just get my own studio and you feel me? I do it like that, like. Because y'all got studios at the campus, right? Like, you could could you do that kind of stuff there? Uh, I haven't really found no connection with nobody with the studio just yet for me to record and stuff like that. But, like, I know I'd be in my own zone and i just record at home or something like that or go to South Haven and record. That's wild, man. I, I'm, I'm excited to check that out. I did not know you were an artist like that. That's fun. When did you start getting into music? Like, how long have you been doing music? I've been, I've been liking music for a long time, but, like, it kind of take a lot of stress and off your mind mm-hmm. when you write, you know what I'm saying, write your story out. Mm-hmm. Just write things down in the way and then listen like, to instrumental beats and stuff like that. That's a, that's awesome, man. I love I love good music, so that's exciting. Uh, I, we're definitely going to link that stuff in there. I did not know you were an artist. Check that out right there for sure. Absolutely. Hey, Dreek, thank you, man. I really appreciate you joining me today, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I really, I I am excited to see this progression that you've made. Like you talked about, man, the mental development, the taking things seriously, getting rid of the distractions and, and just kind of being overall, just being, I guess, more 
in tune with what you want to do with this football thing. Yeah, I had to put on my blinders, man, and just look straight ahead. See him. I got business. I got to handle the family. I got to take care of. So, you excited about going to Starkville soon? Man, I can't wait to September third. <laughs> I can't wait to the third. I mean, what? I was just talking to Jeff Jeffrey Canton Arku just a few minutes ago. You know, he he's he not from here, not even hey, from the states. Jeff, like Jeff sitting right beside me in my locker, like we right beside each other, we neighbors. What it, what should Jeffrey expect to experience in Starkville? Like what the, what's the environment gonna be like? We're gonna have the bells rocking, the stadium gonna be rocking. This is the only thing I can tell my teammates, you know. It's going to be real, real loud, but, like, in this game right here, whoever got the biggest heart. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to play to the whistle done blowing. You know, they're coming. They they got they got a reason to – they got some revenge to come back for, right? They got it. They got it for sure. You know what I'm saying? We can't really talk too much right now, but, you know, like, when we get on that field, it's actually – Well, uh, my question is, do you think that they have figured out how to down a football <laughs> in the offseason? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I bet they learned they lived from last season, man. It's all. <laughs> Do you think that the coaches have said, "Hey, man, you gotta down it. Don't, don't just throw it." No, anyway, they be look. They play right there will most definitely be on everybody file count video that they coach will show them because like that was one of the biggest, one, like one of the biggest keys is knowing like you got to get the ball to the referee. You know? I mean, like, what did you? So I talked to Quindell at the beginning of the of spring football, and Quindell was kind of his lead blocker out there. Like you know, when 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 Calvin took off down the field, Quindell was out front. Yeah. What were you thinking, like when you when that was happening? Were you oh, did you know what was happening? Yeah, it's so funny because like I seen like once he touched the ball, and he didn't get to the referee. Our coach been talking to us about like like everything that occurred in the game. He talked to us like a day, like when we say the week before or that following week of the game, you feel me? So like we already knew it was gonna be something like that. Cause like a lot of players and teams, they not disciplined. And this what we were real disciplined because Coach Michael kept telling us that right there. Pick up pick the ball up against the referee. So wait, are you telling me that Coach Coach Bankins told y'all, like saw the film of Mississippi State and said, Hey, is, is pay it, attention? It's just like a possibility, you feel me? Just make sure we do the little things right. That's a little thing, you feel me? Pick the ball, get to the referee. That's something you learn, like, in peewee football. You feel me? So, like, we was already aware of that. And then once Cal got the ball and ran it for that long distance, you know, I'm like, yeah, we got it. We got it now, bro. It changed the game, man. It changed the game entirely. Hey, man. I'm excited, bro. I cannot wait to see you on the field, man. Yes, I'm going to be in Starkville. I'm going to be at the football game. I'm going to be at everything, man. I cannot wait to see you out there. Good luck this year. Good luck with the rest of summer. Good luck with fall camp, man. Okay, I appreciate it. Man. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a rating and a comment wherever you download your podcast. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, head over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are published daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.
When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement for his man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.